Welcome to the Willing and Winning Podcast. Come join me, Will Hill, your host and multicultural gay best friend. I've pivoted my platform so I'm no longer just promoting a blog on Instagram. I'll now be speaking over the digital ether to create a positive space in which we can all find the will to overcome pretty much everything and open discussions on the colorful and not so colorful moments of life. If we didn't know each other before, now is our chance to meet in the middle and positively grow from here. Together, let's find the will to win. Are you ready? Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Willing and Winning podcast. I believe when you'll be hearing this, it'll be Memorial Day celebration, Memorial Day weekend. So this episode, I've just decided to really let my thoughts flow. More so, not really make it anything entirely that you're not going to be able to sit down and really soak in the value. But this is just more like a conversation, you know, while you're getting ready for festivities, while you're getting ready for your workday before festivities, you know, whatever your day is looking like, this is just a conversation that we can have, a conversation we're having right now. Because something that I've always definitely been a believer in is that you can dip away a little bit from being so structured to a schedule and you can still stay aligned and valued to what it is you're bringing to the table. So this podcast is called Willing and Winning because the whole focus is meant to share with you guys what I'm doing in my life that's helping me win. And I'm sharing that with you so you can pick and choose whatever you feel is going to benefit and work with you during your season of life and make that application. But also, we're human beings. And there are so many parts of the world that are still affected by the pandemic that people feel isolated. There are moments I definitely feel isolated just because, you know, being a creative and working sometimes, I mean, sometimes from home during the day is when I would say I feel the most, sometimes like I would feel isolated. And that's just because the work I'm doing then is more so emails, working on things, with my resume and my portfolio. And while I definitely love continuing to put in the work towards the growth always, there are just some moments where I just want to reflect on, you know, just whatever is going on. So that that's what this episode really is. It's just more so a reflection on just literally life as of late. Nothing entirely too specific. Like I said, it's a conversation. But in that sense, for the conversation girlies, 
for the girlies who love to sit and chit chat. However you're getting ready, I just want you to know that if you're also not doing anything and if you're sitting on your couch in bed doing some skincare in some PJs or nothing at all, that's literally the vibe that I'm bringing right now because that's how I'm recording. I'm wearing some silk robe that I got for a date party back when I was in college. LOL. If you guys went to college and you know you did the Greek like oh the Greek life thing, you know how the whole date party thing works. And yes, I decided to be scandalous and get a silk robe that I actually decided I was really being like, it was more of an act of chivalry, but like after the date party, I was walking home, but then everyone's like, oh, let's stop and get food. But there was a girl in my group and she definitely didn't want to walk into the gas station that, you know, we were going into because you know how that goes when you're in college, you literally, and you're drunk and you just, you know, you're trying to look for food. You almost like go to like, literally the first source but also you're looking for like the hot spot so like for us it was the wawa close to my school if you guys know like wawa then like you know the vibe but she didn't want to go in in her you know uh date party get up alone so i decided that i would literally just go in my date party get up with her so i took off my pants in a football field and I kept my robe on, just my robe, literally just my robe and my toms. And I went into that Wawa and I proudly ordered food because, you know, did not want to let her feel alone. Like that definitely, when it comes to things like the social anxiety of it, you can still show up for someone and encourage them to push past their comfort zone without even having to say things sometimes. Like, just, <clears throat> I can say from personal experience, when I have moments where I'm feeling social anxiety, and if it's something that maybe I've done, like, I don't know, fart in public, literally, I, I kid you not, I have a friend who literally the one day I farted and I felt so uncomfortable, and he farted right back and was like, there, now it's not as bad. And I was like, wow. It was definitely, that was a moment for me that I was just truly thankful for. But that moment right there, like actually like, even like now that I'm thinking, like that's literally like what I was doing. You know, I was just letting her know like, hey, you know, you were at a party. You were essentially a costume party and you're hungry. Like there was, there's literally, there's just no way that you would go back to your dorm first and then go get the food, especially when the Wawa's on the way from the party. You want to make it all time efficient because most likely there's something going on the next day, but you still want to sleep in for a little bit. But mind you, though, before I go any further, this is all very old version of me. I definitely do not party like this anymore. I would say that I've kind of become a bit of a grandpa about it. I, if you've ever seen the middle, I'm, I've low-key become this weird cross between Sue Heck and her dad, Mike Heck. 
Like I have all this energy and ambition to just continue to grow and do things. But then I also am very stoic about things. So it's interesting. But when I was in college, I was a little more wild. And yes, back in those days, you wanted to go to the party. You wanted to be dressed up. Afterwards, you knew what spot you were going to hit for food. And then you were going back to your dorm to do whatever it is you do back there. Whatever it is. And then you were going to sleep and sleep until probably like noon. I worked and served on the weekends. So I would say that I sacrificed the sleeping in on the weekends, although I cannot further, you know, share without saying that there was definitely several serving shifts. I would say at least two or three that I beyond overslept for the shift. Like, I mean, so beyond. So the first time, and that's the time that I'll recap because that really was the best one of them all, was I had gone to a party at another college with my friend. But she had decided that, you know, things were going like the way that she wanted to, like for the night. And, you know, she met up with her little boo thing. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I still have to work tomorrow, so I should probably go back to my college anyway. They're in the same city, so it was like a 15-minute Uber ride. But also at 4.30 in the morning waiting for an Uber in the city that we were in, it was a bit of a gamble, but thankfully was able to get one. So it's like 4.30 in the morning. I'm on my way back to, actually, I didn't even live in a dorm at the time. I lived off campus. So I'm heading back to my off-campus apartment. And I'm telling myself, like, I'm going to be up in the morning. I've got this. I can handle it. I wasn't even that drunk at that point. Well, the next thing I knew when I got home and I put my head onto the pillow the next thing after that that I heard was literally pounding on my door and it was my roommate letting me know <clears throat> that our manager had called her because I didn't show up. And my friend who I had gone out with had shown up for the serving shift, responsible girl, love her energy. And also still love her though, because she literally made sure, you know, to defend me, made sure that, you know, was justifying, you know, what was my reasoning for being late in her best way possible that still put a responsible light on me. We're still human, guys. We're still human. But I hear this pounding at the door. My manager's on the phone via my, through my roommate. And she just asks me if I'm okay. And I really didn't think about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Why? And she was like, well, you're late for the shift. You were supposed to come in three hours ago. And I had to take a double like glance at like my phone, which was also dead. So I thought it was on the charger, but the charger then was not plugged into the wall. So if there's any life lessons you can learn from here, it's just don't do any of this. Don't do any of what I did and grow from that. If your friend says, let's stay out till 4.30 in the morning and you have an opening shift in the morning, just one drink, maybe like two sips, cap yourself at 11.30, head home, do some skincare, hop in the shower, maybe read a book if that's your thing, journal if that's your thing, put on some Netflix, HBO Max, and call it a night so that way you can show up for the shift the next day because when I said I was going to get ready to go in, I was then told I could not come in to serve. And as a college student who is a server 
and makes bank as a server when you can't go in for your Saturday night shift when you know it's going to be busy and you also know you've got some bills, there's some school supplies you got to get. It is frustrating. So lesson learned on that one. I definitely, from that point, have just aimed to be so much more responsible, obviously. As you guys know, I talk a lot about my personal development, but literally, I do make it a point that if I have a drink, especially if it's before my day's even over, I really try my hardest to not go past two. And I'm not saying it, you know, because I don't drink that often, but sometimes it's literally because I don't drink that often and it literally is usually a cocktail to me, like, because I just, the alcohol just doesn't taste that strong. So then I'm like, oh, like, okay. And then like usually by my third one, I'm like, okay, it's time for something caffeinated. But I've become much more aware of my limits and that's the growth that I am grateful for. Wow, I love how I went off on a whole tangent about that um, just because of a silk robe. But, you know, it's like I did say, like, on my one Instagram post, like, it is just amazing how much you can learn from things that you would think are mundane. So the memory is not just a memory. The memory had a lesson that I've actually been able to relearn by telling it to you guys because now I even know again, like, okay, well, summer's coming up. Definitely going to want to be doing some fun celebrating. Definitely probably should not be going so hard as I've got goals I want to hit. So I want to make sure my goals are hit before I'm going crazy. And if that's something that I could share with you guys is, as far as accountability goes, don't be afraid to start holding yourself accountable. You do have goals and you are allowed to have goals set in place for your future. You're allowed to plan and put in work for your future. So if that means you have to sacrifice a night out or a rooftop brunch, just know you're not making essentially a hor- It's No, it, I'm not even going to say essentially because my perspective of it is you're sacrificing the things that you want now for the things that you want in the future. Because if you don't, the things you want in the future are going to sacrifice you. So if you think about it, not going to the brunch to put in work to send out your resume and then put in some time towards, I don't know, maybe writing a book on a Saturday. Instead of going to that brunch, you took that time in your morning to not only do your routine, if you have one, if you don't, you can establish one however you feel you need to. But also some people are just, they wake up and go. So however you start your morning, instead of going to that brunch, you put in time to send out your resume, then you take maybe an hour and a half to work on a few chapters of your book. Then the rest of the day, you have that time free to do it. But you wouldn't have, you know, most likely if you went to that brunch, because we all know the vibes post brunch. But by sacrificing the brunch, you gave yourself time, a dip, I call it a deposit. So you sacrificed the brunch by making a deposit into your success account, by sending out your resume, working on your book. And now you also have a lot of yourself free time in the evening to do whatever it is that you want to do. And then the next day, however you want to run it, however you see fit, because you've already handled what you wanted to do. And all you did was say no to a brunch. 
but you said yes to your future. So you really have to think about it like that and put it into perspective because even tying back to myself in college, there are definitely moments that I told myself, no, I'm not going out tonight. I'm staying in. I'm going to read. And then I ended up going out. And as I've been growing through my personal development journey, there have been parts of me that come up where I was like, well, why don't, where did this mistrust in myself come from? And I realized, and I've learned from my mentors that when you make promises to yourself and you don't show up for that promise, you are literally that first line of defense already attacking your trust zone. So you're breaking your own trust with yourself, which will trickle out into how you view and trust others. So had I made a little more sacrifices and been a little more disciplined to stay in and do the things I said I wanted to do, I definitely would say that there are certain areas of my career that I would be popping off in right now, but not even popping off in, just really thriving in. And maybe even exploring a little more but I'm also not ungrateful for the experience I had because I am also a firm believer that we are always right where we're supposed to be. So I was meant to have that experience so I can learn the lesson, but now I have a lesson that I can share with someone else so that someone else does not make that mistake. And that, you know, that in a nutshell, like I said earlier, earlier at the beginning of this episode is really what the whole focus of this podcast is so honestly i mean hey it's most likely the best thing that i did not decide to use you know some notes that i put together because sometimes just chit-chatting it's really where you get the value like just a, a, a regular conversation not i say it in like okay so when you're going to an interview, let's say you know the person who's interviewing you. When you're in that conversation with that person during the interview, the vibes are different than if you two were at a social setting, maybe even saw each other at a restaurant and we're catching up. And I will definitely say, because I'm, my focus is really to share the value with you guys of what I'm learning that's working for me to help me heal and grow, I do feel a lot of the episodes are very, a little bit like a classroom. Like I feel like the young teacher who's like really just learning a lot. And I'm grateful for that. But I also definitely want you guys as my community and the community that we're growing as together to know that we can just converse. We can just chat. We can have a conversation. That's why I leave both my personal Instagram with the show Instagram because any and any space that I can give you to know that it's okay that you can converse with me, we can chat and grow together. You can even suggest, you know, an episode, maybe some things that you'd like to hear my advice or tips on. And if I'm able to give it to you, I will. But I want you to know that that's what this space is. It's, it is safe. It's safe for you to be open towards your growth And in making sure that I'm bringing that element, I just don't want every episode to feel like a classroom. So 
in the sense of divine timing, right place, right time, this episode, it was a good one that I didn't use any notes. I didn't, I went off the syllabus, we'll call it. I went off my syllabus and I'm just chit-chatting. But as far as reflection goes, I mean, I've actually been doing a lot of reflecting this entire episode, but that isn't even really where I was getting to because I've been doing a lot of reflecting over the weekend, but I guess just in the sense of intention setting, because I said I was reflecting, bringing up memories would allow me to reflect. And I'm a deep reflector. I like to go deep with things, as deep as I can. But I've been just doing a lot of reflecting over the weekend about holding on to things and really why it's not good. And the reason why that I've been thinking about it and reflecting on it is because for a bit, I've been in just this super awkward, cloudy mood that on the outside seemed very, uh, I'm trying to think of a good, okay, so on the outside, it would seem very Sailor Moon, but on the inside, it was very Sailor Mars, Olivia Rodrigo energy. And I wasn't understanding what was going on. I was getting worried with my own self because I had started lashing out at people that didn't deserve it. And when I mean lashing out, it's just more like having my quick, sharp tongue really be on the ready and on the go, like kind of like anything they were saying or that was being said to me or any like slight inconvenience. I was finding myself getting angry and I really didn't know what the hell was going on. I was almost going crazy, like Cassie Euphoria crazy, trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Like, forget Nate for the for the time being. Like, Nate can just pause. I was focusing on what the heck was wrong, was wrong with me and I was going crazy, almost like worried that I wasn't able to figure it out. And then it did come to me that it was because I was holding on to things, slights, little moments of, you know, uh, of betrayal that I have ex- have have experienced. But in holding on to that, what it took away from me was giving me my own space to just communicate, just genuinely communicate. And I was robbing my own self of my voice. And I was creating something angry that was just energy that I was truly getting frustrated with. So when I realized it was because I had just not let go of those little like slights really slights and not even like the thing is my heart's still beating and I'm still breathing so they weren't life-threatening 
And I don't know what it was that made me hold on to it for so long. I do think a lot of issues I've had with friends and partners in the past, I hadn't fully worked on. And through my personal development, I have been able to work on. But before that, I don't think I really knew that I, or understood that I hadn't worked on those issues yet. And I think it caused me to really, I'm not even going to say think, I know it caused me to hold on to things that just don't matter when the grand scheme of it is its growth and expansion. So holding on to things, that's not how you grow. That's not how you expand. So I really allowed myself to do the deep work to find forgiveness because Forgiveness will allow you to grow and move forward. It will allow you to let go of that dark energy that, whether you know it or not, is there. And if not utilized in the right way, if you know, if you can't turn that, you know, angry energy and use it for positive fuel, you know, instead of like letting go of the anger but keeping the fuel. That's how I like to look at it is I let go of the anger, but I keep the fuel it gave me. So, you know, maybe I could go on a run. Maybe I could bang out a few conversations with a few uh, potential uh, business partners. I use that energy, but I use it positively, but it's because I've learned how. But if you haven't learned how, you know, to set the intentions of your energy, I say right now, it is best for you to just learn how to let go and forgive. And start with forgiving yourself because when you can forgive yourself, you genuinely can forgive others. Because I had to really look at, one, holding on to issues it's that's literally not helping anybody, especially yourself, because you're the only one holding on to it because no one, like, no one else is actually like sitting there thinking about it, like, like thinking, oh, is he or she like thinking about that? Like that's not happening. Everyone has their own lives going on. So by not communicating, like it's just robbing. I was robbing myself of my voice. I wasn't allowing myself to communicate and I was robbing myself the chance to use my voice, which ultimately could have allowed me to forgive so much sooner and I would have been a less psychotic, snarky, version of me that I really, through my practice in stoicism and philosophy, I was able to start seeing. Because something just fell off one day, and I had read something in the Daily Stoic. It was like two weeks ago, so I don't remember exactly which day or which passage, but I'll find it. I'll post it on the podcast page. But just reading that almost like struck this chord in me that I was like, whoa, okay, this is speaking. Now let's start looking a little deeper because I can relate to this. Something's resonating. And I'm grateful that I chose to look into that and tap into that awareness because, again, sitting with negative energy or not knowing how to re-pivot the, the intentions of your energy, how to use that fuel, it can be dangerous. And you can cause a lot of destruction in your personal and your life wake. 
you know. And while destruction, yes, does bring good things, again, it's all about the intention. I mean, we build Jenga blocks and destroy them. That's fun. But blowing up on somebody through rage texts and whatnot, which I can say, I can admit that, you know, I'm guilty of. Hello, Katie Maloney Schwartz. Let's talk on a podcast. Because, yes, I've rage rage texted. I just don't like that version of me. So I had to learn how to let go. And that took me relearning how to forgive my own self. But it also took me relearning what accountability meant. And I have to say, I definitely needed to relearn all of this. Everything that I have been going through, while yes, it's things I've heard, things I've studied, things I've listened to my mentors share, things I've heard on podcasts, as far as, you know, personal development goes and mindset, I needed to relearn some of those, some of those parts because they were out of whack. They were getting out of frequency because I misaligned myself. I hurt my soul by letting myself choose to hold on to something. Actually, some things. I Like, really, I just held on to too much that it was becoming like a boiling pot with a lid over it that was ready to just, or like, because um, pots don't, I've never really heard a, a boiling pot whistle, like a, a tea kettle, like the tea kettle that's just whistling and it just might blow. That's what was happening because I was holding on to things that didn't need to be held on to. Not when growth is the goal. It's like, like I said, nothing of those lights was life-threatening. So really looking back on myself, I'm like, wow. (laughs) I have to laugh at myself because I'm like, sis, what were we doing? But as far as reflecting goes, that's what I've been up to. This weekend was super hot, so I personally scaled it back, was a little more career-focused, because again, wasn't outside, but I also just wasn't going to sit around. And I personally, I do love having moments where I can just sit and have a binge, but I also have a love for coffee and caffeine, which does get my cortisol raised up. Therefore, I find it hard to sit still. So even though I was still, you know, because it was hot, I cut back on the coffee and really more so like just pivoted to iced coffee, but less cups in the day. I was still had a little more, you know, vibrant energy that I wanted to get myself and my needle moving 1% more while still giving myself the space to reflect and grow. But other than that, that has been life as of late. I have been continuing to make moves just towards growing my career, you know, growing my business. I want to really 
grow in my fashion PR space. So I have been sending out my resume portfolio, growing with freelance work with that, because like I said, I want to grow with that because I have super big plans and I'm super grateful that the business that I'm currently partnered with is allowing me to actually really get so much life and professional experience while still having this opportunity to earn while still being able to grow in my career and life. So I am grateful. I'm truly grateful that I do have the opportunity to have a career that does allow me to have an income and do something I love. So I'm not going to compare where I'm at right now to the people that I admire because am I going to get my opportunity to grow in the fashion career? Of course. But I had seen this Instagram post the other day that really made sense to me as I've just been growing through personal development. And it said, work the nine to five until you can work the five to nine until you can make the five to nine, the 24 seven. And that shit struck with me hard because I was like, yes, that is hustle right there. That is putting in the work for the things that you want because social media, and I can definitely say I've been victim to this, can really get you caught up in this idea that things could happen so quick. But we also have to have to remember that when things happen that quick, just remember how fast it burns out. You really want to allow things to grow with consistently and over time. Now, obviously, you don't want to take time and delay it, but you want to put in as much consistent work as you can towards growing whatever it is you want to grow. Whatever future it is that you want to create for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, it just takes a little bit of consistent work each day. I've learned that as long as you're moving your needle 1% closer towards your 100%, you will always be closer to your 100%. And that is something that I do apply to my every day. That as long as I have non-negotiables set that are focused on moving the needle 1% closer towards the goal, then I'm not, there's no, I'm not not going to reach the goal. The goal is already there waiting for me. I just have to keep showing up to put in the work. So I have been taking the time this weekend to continue to send out my resume and grow my portfolio with fashion PR work because hello, like it's, aside from it being what I studied, I genuinely want to establish myself in the fashion industry so I can carve a path that creates the space similar to what I'm creating here. Not just a safe space for Black, queer, female creatives, but I want to create a space that is safe and allows them to fully authentically bring their creativity to light. And along the way, I still need to figure out how I want to do that. I know that I definitely want to run a digital fashion media agency, but also I definitely, even just hearing that, I know it needs a little more refining, but I'm still going to put in the work to refining it to make it happen. But again, like I said, those baby steps. So got to work that nine to five 
until you can make the make it you got to work the nine to five until you can work the five to nine until you can make the five to nine the 24 7. that is the goal and that's really all i've got with you for this episode like i said it was just a chit chat a conversation just really reflecting letting things out on my mind Again, if you are doing any Memorial Weekend celebrating, have fun, live in the moment, but also don't forget to be safe, be responsible, and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And I'm going to go wash this face mask off and get out of this silk so I don't get too comfy, and I'll chat with you guys later. I will leave my personal Instagram in the show notes as well as the podcast Instagram. And like I said, I will chat with you guys later.